You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Hi, my name is Blake, and I have just a quick note before we get started. Actually, it's more like a recommendation, because this podcast is an immersive audio fantasy, and what you're about to hear is best experienced with headphones on, imagination on, and everything else turned off. Welcome to Abandoned, the All-American Ruins podcast. We got into a fight that morning. I don't remember what it was about. Another passageway of anger and silence, but inside I fumed. I'd replaced a bottle of gin with a man I couldn't fix, refusing to acknowledge that it was I who needed fixing. I didn't call him my husband, yet but I did call him my brand new fiancé. This long-awaited pilgrimage to the mecca of the LGBTQIA rights movement had been hijacked. What was supposed to be a solo retreat became a surprise engagement party for two. He'd invited himself to go, and I didn't say no. We got into a fight the morning after he got down on one knee. The boat barreled towards the Golden Gate Bridge. He said, Look up, as we passed underneath a brief sky made of steel, soaked in the iconic blood of red paint. I tilted my head back, and magic. I tilted my head forward, and he was gone. I felt something in my periphery down below, tilted my head down further, and there he was, on one knee, with a ring. I looked at the crew on the opposite side of the boat, snapping photos. The Korean family of three and the ex-Mormon family of three applauded, and I looked back at my soon-to-be husband, Will you marry me? And I said, Yeah, sure, totally. Verbatim. Twenty-four hours later, as we began our adventure to the Marin headland, something deep down begged me to rescind the Yeah, sure, totally. And then somewhere along the way between breakfast and the parking lot, we got into a fight. He got out of the car and started walking, no intention of waiting for me. So I walked in the opposite direction. I didn't know where we were. My now fiancé, soon-to-be husband, then soon-to-be ex-husband, had planned this part of the trip. So I opened my phone as I walked, dragging my feet through the gravel. Google Maps. Marin headlands. I had no idea that this sweeping park was full of abandoned batteries, 
bunkers, forts from once very active military sites in Marin County, opposite San Francisco across the bay, up and over the hills and cliffs that line the coastline as it winds up towards Sonoma County and beyond. When I happened upon the first structure, I didn't know where I was allowed to stand and where I wasn't. There were no fences, no signs that said, keep off. This was a public park, and the path flushed right up against each building. This one, a crumbling battery. I ran my fingers along the cool green guardrails and felt the concrete beneath my feet, and looked out at the ocean and thought, You don't love this man. It's dawn. The mist follows me off the bay as I slip off the 101 and enter the Bakerberry Tunnel. It's longer than I recall, but I do remember these fluorescent lights. They're bolder and braver than I felt four years ago, the last time I was here with him. I exit onto Bunker Road, headed for the parking lot at Battery Alexander. I've done no research on what I plan to revisit at the Marin Headlands, but I have a backpack full of snacks, a raincoat, and the vintage Polaroid camera I purchased yesterday, so I guess I'm prepared. Enough. I park the car, open the door, and set my feet gently on the gravel, lightly grazing the soles of my shoes on the pebbles and stones, slowly reacquainting myself with this place. I'm the only person here. I snag my backpack, lock the car, and start walking. I don't have a particular direction in mind. As I recall... The Marin headlands are littered in abandoned military activity, so I know that no matter where I go, something should turn up. I take a steep, hard left down an overgrown footpath that eventually takes me onto an empty South Rodeo beach. I gaze off to my left, staring at Bird Island, wondering what sorts of mysterious winged creatures live there. I peer right and see Fort Cronkite in the distance, red roofs and white buildings, ducks in a row. I'm unsure if they're inhabited or not. There are cars parked out front, but are they too abandoned? I turn back towards Bird Island, pull out my Polaroid, and snap a picture. Despite the luscious waves rolling back and forth, I hear my heartbeat the loudest. The sand curls beneath my feet. Sun taps me on the shoulder. I'm there for what feels like hours until something calls me back up the hill. I pace myself, deliberately, one foot in front of the other, ascending to the main trail. Typically, 
I rush up inclines because my legs are so short and it feels easier, but not today. Today I take my time. I let the wild grass brush up against my long pants and smell the sting of salt drifting through the air, and it seeps into my nose and fills my lungs with stillness. Every inch up the hill, I think about him. I think about his long smile, his tired eyes, his bruises, his scars. Once I reach the top of the ridge, I turn back and see a sweeping ocean advising me to move. Move through time and space. Walk. So, I do. I continue up the footpath, and I begin to think about the fight we'd gotten into that morning. Not the specifics, but the feeling. The rage. The hurt. The pain. My own inability to disconnect, tell the truth, break free from this dangerous situation I'd put myself in years ago. But I only reflect on my proverbial side of the street as I pass by a sturdy bench overlooking the blue beyond. And I run my fingers along the top and think about the time that was spent in anger, the minutes that passed, the hours where I couldn't breathe. I sit on the bench and take a moment to inhale. I'm around the corner from the first bunker, and I prepare my system because I know, soon, the ghosts will begin to appear. They always do. My imagination is rumbling in over the rolling hills of the Marin headlands ready to protect me. I make my way around the bend to the Battery Smith Guthrie, the first of three abandoned structures I will visit today. It's just as I remember it. Concrete, green metal, tons of graffiti, still a showcase of current events, words and phrases about politics and culture and social shifts. Free Palestine. And we don't cry when cops die. And you live on stolen land. And anti-fascist action. And I heart sad bitches. Battery Smith Guthrie is built directly into the hillside, as all of the batteries and bunkers flooding the Marin headlands are. This particular structure was abandoned in 1948. Two stories tall, it features turrets and large metal doors that are shut and locked for good. Crevices in which to hide in case danger approaches. And a perfect view of the Pacific. I hear the men shouting at each other, generals barking orders. It's 1942. And the United States is at war with the axis of evil. 82 is now the number of sex patriots who have fallen before the guns of Nazi firing squad. All America prepared. All America alters its pattern of life and work. A leap to demand for protection. Industry is at the 
I'm at war with myself, desperate to find self-forgiveness somewhere. I saunter along the top level and cock my head to the right to ensure there aren't any Japanese or German ships sailing towards us. There aren't. There doesn't seem to be any forgiveness on the horizon either. I enter one of the stone cutouts, waist high, and rest my arms on the concrete. A tag reads, <laughs> head case. I laugh. That's me. I wonder who painted it. The air is becoming warm. I take off my shirt and begin to prepare to take a portrait. Half the battle is finding the perfect place to position the camera, the best lighting, capturing as much as I can in a single frame to share an entire story without having to tell it. Sometimes it takes hours to find the right scene. Sometimes I don't even walk away with the shot that I want. I'm typically determined enough to make something work, but every once in a while, things just don't. Because sometimes things just don't work out. I say these words aloud as I snap back to reality, to 2021, the year of idyllic thinking. I realize I'm on the same battery, the same level, looking out over the same block of Pacific Ocean where I was back in 2016 when I thought these exact words, the day after I said, yeah, sure, totally. I turn left and see the Golden Gate Bridge over the horizon. Five years have passed between then and now, and I've held on to them gripped them tightly. I open my hands. The pain I've held rises like steam off my palms to a spot in front of me, a glowing white ball of light. It floats there for a second, pondering me, a thought taking on a life of its own. My face gets hot, and I can feel sweat start to percolate on my brow, and tears begin to gather under my eyelids and fall to the ground, drip, drop. The fear that has gripped me for so long begins to ooze out of every pore on my body, wheezing as it gasps for breath, the orb of white light, empowered, beginning to dance in front of me. And the more that I cry... The hotter my skin gets, and the larger and brighter this thought becomes, until, suddenly, it bursts into a million little pieces that seem to freeze and dazzle in midair, just for a moment, and then shoot off like fireworks into the midday sky, and my spine grows straighter, seemingly pulled up by invisible strings, attached to these shooting stars that have sailed into the atmosphere, along with my fear, along with my pain, and I glance to my right and see a word spray paint onto the concrete period with a T at the end of the word sometimes things just don't work I say aloud period and a smile cracks and I begin to laugh <laughs> I look back at my camera. 
I position the lens to point directly at head case. Press the shutter button. Run and hop up onto the waist-high wall and... Click. A series is born. I kneel down to scroll through the photos. And they're beautiful. I am beautiful. By which I mean, I'm okay. And then... A rustle. I look up quickly to see what the noise is, and there, standing tall and proud and curious, not ten feet away from me, is a coyote. I freeze. I've never seen one up close. I always imagined them to be bigger. The world around us vanishes. The humble creature stares at me, studying me, quizzical, confused. I can almost hear it thinking aloud, What on earth are you doing, man? I can't move. I focus on my breath. I try not to panic. I don't know what a person is supposed to do when a coyote approaches. There's no way to quickly Google what to do when coyote comes a-knockin'. I've always assumed they're afraid of people and steer clear of any human activity, but... Not this one. It just stares. And then Joni Mitchell pops into my head. Finally, I decide to move into a standing position in case Coyote decides to charge. I can hop up on the ledge if he does, and it will be difficult to get at me. When I stand, Coyote backs up a few feet, eyes still locked on to mine. So I speak. Hello, Coyote. It doesn't move. It continues to stare, but I hear it thinking, Hello, human. Then, Coyote says, Don't look so frightened. I'm silent. Then, just as Coyote entered, it turns on and wanders off looking back once to see if I'm following. I'm not. My heart quivers and shakes, an aftershock in my chest. Goodbye. If you're just tuning in for the first time, 
Welcome to the first season of Abandoned, the All-American Ruins podcast. Join me every other week as I take you on a sonic journey, recounting my expeditions of abandoned spaces across the United States and transforming them into fantastical audio experiences that allow you, dear listener, to dive into my imagination with me, or maybe inspire you to go out and use your own. In two weeks, join me and maybe Aaron Brockovich for the first of a two-part special as I take you to two massive abandoned industrial complexes, both infamous for massive EPA violations. The Altec Steel Corporation in Albany, New York, and C&D Technologies in Huguenot, New York. If you don't want to miss it, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, and I also would like to ask with fondness if you could please rate and review this first season so I can keep feeling the fantasy with you. And maybe share it with your friends. Because truly, the more the merrier. And if you like to read or enjoy amateur photography, you can also catch up on more of my adventures at allamericanruins.com or follow me on Instagram at allamericanruins. Abandoned, the All-American Ruins podcast is hosted, written, edited, and produced by me, Blake File, with studio space courtesy of Radio Kingston, WKNY in Kingston, New York. Special thanks to Ida Hakala, Jimmy Buff, and Manuel Bloss for the mentorship and encouragement, and to you, dear listener, for taking time to explore these spaces with me.